0: Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak. We're gonna talk about some funk scale ideas today. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz videos. As always, these videos are for all instruments. Don't have to be holding a saxophone to get into this stuff. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, And I want you to listen all the way through to the end of the video, because actually the really good stuff is actually probably gonna be towards the end. So uh, hang with me here. Okay, well I've gotten a ton of requests from people wanting to know sort of how to get into the funk and the rock style a little bit better. And, uh, and I'd love to send you uh, this PDF that I have, I'll put it up on the screen here really quickly for you, um, and it's some scale ideas today. Now in that little paragraph at the top, it's going to mention that this is a small percentage of what it takes to play funk correctly. It's about the rhythm and the repetition and the attitude and the tone and all those kind of things. So there's really much, much, much more than the scale stuff. That said, there is a real sort of palette to what's going on here. And I got to tell you, I'm really inspired this particular week. I just was at the GEN Conference, the Jazz Educators Network Conference in Dallas and I was hanging out with some of my best friends and fantastic players, Jeff Coffin and Dave Pietro and Bob Minzer and a bunch of my friends from the Airmen of Note. It was a fantastic week and like I said, I'm inspired and I heard some really great music. And if you don't know about Jen, this would be a great thing for you to be a member of and to go to their yearly conference. It's. Uh, yeah, it's pretty mind-blowing, and for folks like you, adult amateurs, folks playing on the side, semi-pros, this isn't just something where people read their papers on, you know, uh, highly intellectual, it ain't any of that. It's There's a little of that, but uh, it's fantastic. Anyway, let's dig into this, uh, this funk stuff here. Now, um, on the PDF, I put a couple ideas for scales. I think many of these are going to be scales you know really well. So let's start with the minor pentatonic scale. Or as Sonny Rollins played it. called Sunny Moon for Two. So this is one of the most important classic scales that there is, and it doesn't matter whether it's rock or folk music or jazz or blues or gospel or R&B, this is a scale that gets used a ton. It's very closely related to the uh, blues scale, which is the second scale I have on the sheet. So um, my main recommendation with this stuff, especially for playing funk, we talked about how repetition and rhythm and all this stuff is important. Again, we're not really going to talk about it today, but I want to formulate sort of an exercise for you that's going to force you to think that way. So now playing this scale up and down. Doesn't sound funky. Doesn't sound funky, right? So the scale isn't it, it's what we do with it. Now any scale is like that, but I'd say with funk it's very important. So what I like to do is hang out in very small areas of the scale. Now this is a short scale already, penta, it's a five note scale, the prefix penta, right? So it's already not much there and what I wanna do is make it less. So for instance, how about this? The area between the flat seven and the one on the sheet is gonna be B flat and C. I just played flat 7-1, so of course it's important to hear it that way, here's my root. (laughs) So I'm hearing the root, then I'm going down to a tension, then I'm coming back, right? So now, here's what I want you to do, play with that a bunch. Make it into some music, make it into a groove. Think about the rhythm guitar player in James Brown's band. Think about a Herbie Hancock tune like Chameleon and those rhythm parts stuff like that. So I'm creating a groove. I'm not thinking about a solo exactly. I'm thinking about making this, like I said, a rhythm guitar part, a drum part that has two notes in it. That's the way to practice this. So that's a good, um, a little place to do it. I, I love that flat seven to one. How about the root to the flat third? I'm dying to play some other notes, but I'm not letting myself. I would go on for a good long time, and you're going to be hearing other notes. Oh, I want to play that note. I wanted to go up to the fourth, so that right there is pretty slick. I set you up to play two notes, and now you're aching to play other notes. Now I want you to hear those notes that you want to play, not just, oh, I should wiggle my fingers No, more. No. What is the note you're hearing? Don't play it yet, hear it. Repeat more, repeat more, build that tension of that small palate and then when you play that note that you heard, it'll have some meaning. Maybe you're not hearing a third note, fantastic. So I love that idea of taking two or three notes. Another little area I like is the fifth to the flat seven, going up to the root. There are a million rock tunes and bass lines that use that, the fifth to the flat seven to the root. So I was hearing that third. I shouldn't have played it so soon, but I played that third above. So that, that's sort of the idea, and that's how we get into the minor pentatonic scale and start making it sound like funk, start having some groove to it. it, is not by playing the scale up and down. It's great to do that, to learn the scale, but that's about it. Now, a couple of things that I was doing that we haven't talked about yet. I always had a groove in mind. <laughs> So I'm hearing, I guess, one, two, a three, four. So I'm hearing a 16th note shuffle. You don't have to know what that is. Hear a groove in your head. Put on an Earth, wind and Fire tune. Put on an old Michael Jackson tune. Hear the groove. now that's what's in your head. And it's also very, very hard to do this sitting down. I'd like a round of applause, please, for trying to play uh, funk in a seated position. That's hard because we have to dance with this. And I'm not kidding. I'm a terrible dancer. You don't want to see that. I'm not going to do that on video. But uh, there has to be that movement in here, right? So. That's, prob- you know, that's one of the bigger things I want to talk about. So I got off the scales, but we started talking about minor pentatonic. How do we practice that scale in a funk way? I want you to think like you're a rhythm guitar player in James Brown's band. So now maybe you have to go back and listen to some of those classic tunes and listen inside. There's two or three parts in there. Listen to a Stevie Wonder tune and listen to the clavinet, that sort of harpsichord sounding thing. Listen to those lines and learn those. Listen to Superstitious or some of those tunes. And listen to that little line. Let's often two or three notes? Okay, you got what I'm talking about. The blues scale, very similar to the minor pentatonic, it has the addition of one note. Is minor pentatonic, now here's blues. It's got that one extra note in there. I bet most of you know the blues scale, but I'd really encourage you to think of the blues scale and the minor pentatonic as distinct scales, they're different from each other, they have a different vibe. That one note really changes things. And as a composer, some com- you know, many composers use minor pentatonic, they don't have that blues note in there. They made that conscious decision, they were hearing it that way. So I would practice the blues scale very much the same way. Let me put the sheet back on the, uh, on the screen for you here. So now let's move down the page to the major pentatonic scale. Now there is a relationship to major pentatonic and minor pentatonic. So if you look at example one, C minor pentatonic, I said in parentheses, the same notes as E flat major pentatonic. I don't want to get digging too deeply into this, but the recipe for a minor pentatonic and the recipe for a major pentatonic are are different right? I'll go over right here. Minor pentatonic, 1, flat 3, 4, 5, flat 7, 1, as you see on the sheet. A major pentatonic, the recipe is 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 1. So it's a different recipe. And it turns out that there's a major and a minor pair that end up being the same notes. C minor pentatonic and E flat major pentatonic are the same notes. They're like modes of each other. Again, don't get worried about that, but if that's of interest to you, something you can search out. Now let me play some D major pentatonic for you, so, I'm sorry, C major pentatonic. So we've heard that song. now the major pentatonic scale can definitely sound like folk music from many cultures around the world that didn't sound like folk music i was implying a groove i was playing with an intensity of tone etc etc and uh think about all those great motown tunes That was one, five, six, one. That happier, that sort of happy Motown vibe uses the major pentatonic scale a lot. The sort of heavier, deeper, darker, or whatever the word is, uh, rock tunes, funk tunes use more of the minor pentatonic and blues. So that's one way you can think about this palette. I have these four scales on the sheet, but the palette's different. There's the more minor ones, which we started with with the flat sevens and the flat thirds. And then we have um, the more sort of major, happier kind of vibe that have um, major thirds and the sixth scale degree instead of the flat seven. It really changes everything up. So on lots of those great classic, you know, major, happy, poppy-sounding Motown tunes. That's the scale, major pentatonic, for sure. All right, so now here's the uh, the part that to me was a big deal when I learned it, and this is example four on the sheet. Let me put this up for you. This scale, if it has a name, I don't know what it is. Um, I was inclined to, you know, just call it the Jeff scale or something like that, but I don't want to upset people. So. It's, uh, I'm calling it the minor major pentatonic. I know it has a name. Someone let me know what it is. But what it is, is a major pentatonic scale with the addition of a minor third. Here's, Here's number three. Major pentatonic. Here's number four. Same scale, but I'm adding a flat third. So, it's a six note pentatonic scale. Yeah, so sue me. I know that doesn't work out. Uh, But there we go. That's what we're going to call it. So for me, I'm thinking of of it as as the C major pentatonic scale with this passing note. I just played up scale number four. I did something kind of special there, and this is one of the other big points I want to make. Um, There's this cool sound that we hear a lot in rock, funk, etc., etc., where it's a major sound as we ascend. I put a little minor third in there, but it was just a grace note to the third. That sounded major. Right? A major sound then as we come down, you can play the blues scale or highlight that, um, that minor third. So when I'm going up, I play the major third. And then the minor third on the way down. So very often, on the way up, I play the major third, sometimes with that little minor third into it. One, two, flat three, three, is what I did there. But then on the way down, I don't have the major third. I just really highlight the flat third. And when I say me, this is me copying all the great people before. So I didn't invent this, this isn't something I put together for this video, I'm sharing with you guys real information that people have been doing for decades and decades and decades before me and hoping that I can give it to you in bite-sized chunks, right? So one of the most classic, you know, openings to (laughs) half the R&B solos ever played is playing one, well this. I'm frankly playing up the scale number four. Playing up that sort of major triad with the sixth in there and then having some minor third stuff later. And then at the end, to make it really bluesy, flat seven to one, so. For me, what I do a ton in this kind of playing is using scale number four, if it fits in a more major dominant kind of sound. Scale number four with that major going up, minor going down thing. And then, when I sort of want to make a point, I'll introduce the flat seven. So now, I've got a pentatonic scale with seven notes. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but I'm not thinking about it as a scale. This is like a melodic device. I've been using the word scale all day, and I uh, I don't think that's the best word to use. These aren't exactly scales. They're, They're almost melodies waiting to happen, right, as opposed to scales, which are truly these linear you know, one after another kind of note things. So, again, I'll do it one last time. That idea of playing major up, minor down, And then I'll pick and choose. I mean, I may do it once, you know, in a good long while, introduce that flat seven, you know, like a little cymbal splash or, you know, sort of my equivalent.
1: Right,
0: I was hitting that seven and that's sort of a cool thing I introduce every once in a while and then go on from there so uh, and we can hear these sort of sounds um, in so many different tunes think of uh, in a sentimental mood I wonder if I can play it in this uh, same key so it's you know you're, it's the Duke Ellington song it's in a minor tonality but it's pentatonic Major up, and then minor going down, so it's a great example. There's hundreds, thousands of examples of this, so again, we, we see this in all the great composers and players that came before us. All right, well, I hope that's helpful. Um, As I said, there's so much going on beyond just the scale choices, but I wanted to let everybody know sort of about the palette that we're using. And these four scales here are great ones. Like I said, just practicing the scale up and down is good, but it's not going to get you into the style. So there's all this other stuff to be thinking about. How do we get there? My favorite way is to give you two or three notes in a minute and I want you to play for a minute, which is actually a long time with two or three notes, and see what you can come up with. There has to be repetition. There has to be a groove if you're gonna make two notes remotely interesting. Alright? So good. I hope that uh, helps out a little bit, Answer some questions. I really appreciate all the great uh, questions and requests that I've been getting over the last year for Digging Deeper topics. So keep them flowing. I would be delighted to send you this uh, PDF. So if you just send me an email to diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com and uh, I'll get it off to you. Alright, thanks so much. <laughs>